The following story was told by Jess, a writer and mental health advocate from Mental Health Connecticut's Write On program. The story is raw, personal, and may contain language not suitable for younger listeners. My grandmother had the most beautiful, bright, brave blue eyes I have ever seen. They were endearing, and they had a special way of holding all my worries. Most days, worries swallow me whole before my eyes flutter open. On these days, the mirror is my worst enemy. I know I should avoid it at all costs, but it is inevitably unavoidable. I am a car crash in the middle of 84. I can't bear to look in my own eyes because I will break my own heart. I dismiss the fact that mirrors aren't always capable of capturing inner beauty, but I shrug it off because inside I feel even less beautiful. So I instantly build a castle around my tender heart. Without any doubt, I crank the drawstring bridge closed and I lock up. My moat is flooded with water and when I finally look in the mirror, I am drowning in my own tears. To the man that holds a piece of my heart, I never thought I would fall in love with someone with brown eyes, but your eyes were gentle and so kind. Your eyes were knowing without knowing anything at all. I feel your company with me at many times. Do you have any idea how I carry you with me? We shared pure bliss in our time together. Remember those moments where the world stopped beneath our feet and for just a fraction in time, only we existed. And in my heart, I knew everything was going to be okay. On the good days, I attempt solitude in a familiar place, only to be joined by your presence. I feel when you are having a bad day, not just a bad day though. I know when you are blue. I know when you are gray. I know when you are black. Right now, you are pitch black. You do not want to be seen by me, but I feel you anyways. Your struggle sits heavy in my heart like it is my own yet there is nothing I can do about it. Your moods are my moods. I so desperately want to escape this maze, but I am in too deep. You fluttered life into my limp body. You brought rosebuds back to my cheeks. You were so nourishing. Now you're depleting. You were once a safe haven. Now you are a storm waiting to destroy me. You radiated pure warmth the kind that instantly fills the whole body. But now you are cold, the kind of chill that runs up your spine. You are a soulmate, my first experience of true unconditional love. Now you are a trap I avoid. I still love you. So I am left wondering at what point I became too much for you. When did you decide that I was a liability? I flip through a timeline of our memories and try to recall where it went wrong there's a time that we met in high school. I was with my girlfriends talking about whatever girls talk about in high school when I got a glimpse of you. You were sitting alone in the back seat of the bus looking out the window. In mid-conversation with my girlfriends, like a magnet, I got up and sat down next to you. Neither of us said anything. We exchanged a brief look. I put my head on your shoulder, and the rest was history. I keep scrolling through my memory bank, and I arrive at the time in college, I woke up one fresh spring morning, I felt the sun on my face, and I drove to your house in Rhode Island without calling you. It was a very spontaneous move on my part, but I ended up staying for three days. We spent all of our time by the ocean. Life was so simple. 
and we let the waves hold our worries. Back to the drawing board, I recall one of our most recent times together. The time I was vulnerable enough to let you look through my journal, and you happened to land on the page where I wrote in a frenzy about the time I tried to kill myself. And on that page, you got a glimpse of my crippling depression, my paralyzing anxiety, my unjustified paranoia. You saw how fucked up my family is. And how is that such a loss? I relied heavily on alcohol, sex, and drugs to fill the holes. You saw for the first time how truly broken I was. I was vulnerable that night, and it was not like me to be so transparent, raw, and genuine. It felt liberating. But very shortly after this discovery, you stopped talking to me with no real explanation. I don't think this was a coincidence. So I have to think to myself, maybe you were right. I might actually be uh, too much for you. I show up big in this world, and that is who I am. I'm a free spirit, and I have a never-ending itch for adventure and thrill. I am nurturing in my nature. I'm filled with loving kindness for all beings. I have planted and nourished deep roots that keep me grounded. I am independent, a lone wolf that follows the beat of my own heart. I am slowly learning to love all that I am and all that I have to offer. I feel whole. So my mental illness and I, we will be fine without you. After all, I am my grandmother's granddaughter, and I have the most beautiful, bright, brave blue eyes. Jess's story was recorded in front of a live audience at CT Improv's Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. Want to hear more young adults find their voice and speak their truth? Go to mhconn.org slash write on. That's W-R-I-T-E-O-N.